In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Three in One who comes to us and makes His joy ours. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, It must have been interesting hearing what Elizabeth had to say about that day when she saw Mary. That day, she probably was just bubbling out all of those words about, well, you know, I hadn't seen Mary. Mary's my my niece, and I hadn't seen her, and I don't know, she was just such a little kid before, and I didn't, I, I hardly recognized her, but when she came in, when she came in, all of a sudden, the boy inside of me, who I now know is John, but didn't know then, well, he jumped. And I thought, Wow, that's kind of strange. And so I went out and it was Mary. I could tell it was Mary. But, and she had just found out that she was pregnant. There was no way that I could have known that. But then there was like this little voice or whisper or whatever it was that whispered into my ear that said that she has a boy as well and it's going to be the Messiah. You can imagine what it must have been like to be on the receiving end of all of that. Her being so excited, so joyful about this gift that had been given to Mary, this privilege of bearing the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And yet, she had another little bit of excitement about six months before that. You see, she had uh, pretty much kind of like a humdrum sort of life. Uh, Her husband, Zechariah, he had been a priest since uh, he was an adult. And so he had this sort of job where he would go into the temple every now and again, and he would offer sacrifices, and sometimes they would be a sacrifice of a, a lamb, or sometimes it would be a sacrifice of a pigeon, and sometimes it would just be incense. And it was his turn to go to the temple and to offer incense. So you imagine him packing up his briefcase and getting all of his incense in order, and he heads out of the door in order to go to the temple to offer incense. And it must have been just like an ordinary, sort of uh, regular day. It was something that, that Elizabeth had gotten used to. This was what her husband did. And so he would leave, sort of like on a business trip, and go to Jerusalem, and there he would do his thing. Of course, when he came back, it was not usual... It was different. Something had changed. And in fact, that something that had changed was that he couldn't talk anymore. Now that in itself is not the good news. But he couldn't talk anymore. I mean, can you imagine coming home to your wife or to your girlfriend or to your husband or your boyfriend and all of a sudden they have this inability to speak and they have a paper from the doctor that says, unable to speak. And you can imagine what it must have been like that first time that Zechariah walked back into that door. Because he had seen some wild stuff. And he couldn't tell anyone about it. In fact, earlier on in Luke, it says that Zechariah flailed his hands wildly trying to explain to people outside of the temple what had happened while he was in there because he was in there for such a long time. 
Now we know what happened in there was that he saw an angel who told him some very good news. But he couldn't say that. And so it was like this massive game of charades for Zechariah. And so he came back in to see his loving wife, Elizabeth. And he looked at her, and he knew he couldn't talk. And she's kind of looking at him and going, What happened? And Zechariah, all Zechariah can do is... And Elizabeth, and by the way, the people that listen to the podcast are totally just going to be confused. <laughs> and Elizabeth is going, so you were praying and a guy came and told you that you were going to get fat. <laughs> and Zechariah looks at her and goes, guy told you I was going to get fat? <laughs> And Zechariah, you can almost see like his eyes soften and his face soften as he goes. And you can imagine the joy that came across Elizabeth when she started to realize, I- I- I'm going to have a a baby and then Zechariah probably so excited with the rest of the story is doing and she's just looking off into space I'm going to have a baby and she turns to Zechariah how is that going to happen And Zechariah goes, and now it's six months later from that date, and her niece, Mary, a pretty young girl, scripture seems to imply, comes and visits her right after the angel that had visited Zechariah visits Mary and says, I'm bringing you some good good news. You're going to bear a son. And that son is going to be the Savior of the world. And Maybe she's starting to realize things as strange things are happening as she goes and she visits Elizabeth. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, she's not even showing it. Elizabeth says, The baby just leaped. And why am I so blessed that you, the mother of 
I don't even know how I know this. But you, the mother of my Lord, is here visiting me. You know how good news, sometimes it makes your heart race a little bit faster. You hear that good news about how you got that job, or how she's actually going to go out with you, or how he's actually going to propose, or whatever that good news is. For you, you know that feeling that you get when you hear that good news? That feeling that maybe your heart flutters a little bit, maybe your face gets red, maybe something happens. Well, she had that feeling when she found out about John being born from her, an old woman who really shouldn't have been able to have kids. She felt that joy. But the way that Scripture seems to tell us those things is that when she sees Mary, that that joy is actually greater. That the joy that she had of having John, that that was great. But she had the joy of her Savior. Even if still inside of the womb. Visiting her. That that man who was going to be born out of that womb and into our world, that that man who was going to live a life like ours, to be tempted like we are, but not sin, and then to be whipped and put on a cross and die, and then raised again. That Elizabeth was seeing that kind of all at once. And the Holy Spirit was helping her to recognize what a big deal this good news was. And causing her to shout out with joy. So, University Lutheran, what gives you joy? All too often... Our lives are sort of like Zechariah and Elizabeth's before they found out that Elizabeth was pregnant. Maybe humdrum, punctuated by moments of tragedy like a school shooting or something else happening in our lives personally. A lot of times our lives just don't look that joyful Because they aren't. Because they're filled with our sins and the sins of other people. And we need to be able to break out of that somehow, but yet at the same time we know that we can't do it ourselves. And so we just look at this world as one long bit of tediousness, accentuated by tragedy. But every now and again, We get some good news. And that good news is worth all of the tediousness. It's worth all of the tragedy. To have that good news. And there are those days where we get that good news and we understand that this now changes the rest of our lives.
you get that good news every time you see a cross. You get that good news every time you see a baby Jesus in the manger. You get that good news every time that the Holy Spirit leads you, like Elizabeth, to understand that the Savior of the world has come and He has visited you. In the waters of baptism, in Holy Communion, in the words of forgiveness, in His Word. That everyone here is like an Elizabeth. And everyone here is meeting the Lord. And everyone here can cry out with joy and say, Hallelujah. Blessed am I. My Savior has come to visit me. Amen.